What's up, guys? This is the first episode of the Filthy Podcast. Uh, got my best friend Spencer here. It's his birthday. How you folks doing? I'm turning uh, 23 today. Feels good. Uh, I feel old as fuck. I'm kidding. <laughs> 17 more years before you're in the grave. <laughs> yeah, 40. Um, we're going to pass. Oh, yeah, so we literally have no fucking clue what we're doing, but uh, we've always talked about doing this, so we're just going to we're gonna fucking wing it. Yeah, man, we're going to swear a little bit. Our voices will crack a couple times, and... Yeah, if you don't like swearing, you should probably just turn it off now because you're not going to be happy by the end of this. <laughs> so, I mean, we yeah. can't get me too. We're famous. We're not famous. So. Yeah, we're not. We're not that famous yet. Just, just give us time, though. All right. So uh, let's start with today. Uh, we we uh, we thrifted our asses off today. It's what we do every time we hang out. We always get together at as many thrift stores as we can. But before the day even started, Spencer got the day rolling because we were talking about chicks. And he goes, I would rather have sex with a 900-pound woman than have sex with a chick with a bad gum-to-tooth ratio. Spencer, would you care to elaborate on that a little bit? I don't, I don't really think there's much to really speak on that. Like when you see a girl and she smiles and you got the little horse teeth and the gum just is like three-fourths of the smile. I mean, I, I just can't do it. You know what the crazy part about that is? Girls with bad-to-gum-teeth ratio are always married. Every girl you see, she's fucking married already. They're always married, and they happen to love Disney World as well, I've noticed. <laughs> they normally, and they, um, normally, those are the girls in high schools that love horses and wear knee braces on the outside of their jeans, too. So that's pretty fucking normal. <laughs> yeah, man, they're fucking beautiful, but... Yeah, we thrifted our dicks off today, and you found the score of a lifetime. I, I have, all right, we've been thrifting for a long time, but this is honestly in my probably top three things I ever bought. I got a 1980s NBA Celtics, like one of those big puffy jackets in my size for $10. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I not a lot of things make me happy, but that was one thing where I was literally like, this may be the best fucking thing I ever bought. That's the happiest I've seen you. Like yeah, in a it's, while. It's, a, it's been a long time. And it was a 4XL jacket, but it fit you <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> I don't think that was an accurate 4X, but I mean, we'll fucking go with to that. Keep in mind, I mean, this stuff is worn, so it shrinks, you know. Yeah, when they you put wash it, the it hopefully machine. a couple times. and uh, Somebody could have died in it. I mean, who I knows? I mean, if they did, then God bless them. They were a fat fucking <laughs> bastard like me who loved the Celtics, so we had a lot in common. <laughs> You're doing that jacket a service for sure. Absolutely. Hmm. So... Where do we go now? We're just fucking talking about today so far. Um, let's see here. What did, I had a little... I've been fucking brainstorming all week about shit in my phone that we could fucking talk about. And Oh, let's see. All right. How about... Let's do this. I want you to tell me the funniest story that I've ever told you. But, like, just give me the topic of it and I'll tell the story. That I'll tell you the funniest story you ever told me and then I want you to tell it. That's going to be... <laughs> be tough being put on the spot like that but um i know you had a uh, a little hotel experience with a with a prostitute oh god you might want to <laughs> elaborate on this was a this was back. this was about four or five years ago i think uh we went on a family vacation to uh ocean city maryland and my cousin brian and i were staying on the bottom floor of the hotel my mom and dad the next floor up my aunt and uncle the floor above that because we couldn't get all rooms together but brian and i woke up and we were you know pretty fucked up the day before and we fucking woke up and there's glass all around the pool and uh there's you know cops everywhere and we come out and we're like what the fuck happened so you know finally we start you know talking around with the cops and all that and they say oh um a hooker 
got <laughs> killed yesterday in the pool. They threw her through the glass door because I guess the guy didn't want to pay. So she called the pimp. So before the pimp got there, the fucking guy threw her through the glass door. Then the pimp came and cut the guy's throat and he bled all over the hotel room. So we got to see that. And as I tell this story, it's not as fucking funny as I thought it would be. It's like, this is gruesome, actually. <laughs> so basically, I mean, the funny part of the story for me was my my mom had went to the front desk and was like, you know, what what the fuck? Like, we come here for a family vacation and a fucking hooker gets killed in the pool. And the guy at the hotel desk goes, oh, no, no, this this happens all the time. All the hookers come here same week every year. It's, it's same week every year. So my mom goes, oh, so this happens like frequently and the guy's like oh yeah no no it, it happens not nothing we can do very sorry <laughs> very sorry oh yeah so that was not as funny as when you try to tell the story <laughs> you know people are gonna listen i wish i was there though i wanted to be a part of that i know well it sucks you're not coming to nashville this year i know well some fucking cunt you, had to take the time off when you work a nine to five job it's it's not ideal i work a nine to five job too now it's uh it's interesting we're growing up I know, it's fucking terrible. Remember, we used to fucking work. You worked three days during the week. I worked three days during the week. We used to get fucking fucked up every Tuesday and Thursday night. <laughs> fucking go through the whole day. <laughs> that was the best time ever. I, I really missed that. Uh, yeah, I know. Spencer <laughs> moved to Buffalo almost a year to the day this month. So it's been... Uh, right at the end of February. It's been a while. and we used, we used to live together in the Poconos for the longest time and then he moved to Harrisburg where I still live there and then I moved to York's where you're even closer again and now just recently he moved up here to Buffalo but we'll always make it work no matter where we are oh yeah he's gonna be <laughs> the best man at my wedding the godfather of my first child it's it's already set in stone so it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter <laughs> all right so I think it's my turn to make put you on the spot have you tell a story uh, funniest story you've ever told me and I mean I could tell it pretty well too but the funniest story why don't you tell the story when you called me, why you got pulled over that one day? Oh man, this was this was rough. I was probably <laughs> nineteen at the time, just about. Uh, I was still working in a group home, so I would work, you know, till eleven o'clock at night, and then, you know, it was a straight shot from where I lived to where the group home was in Carlisle. And this is where you, this is right after you got the pickup truck, right? Yeah, right after I got the pickup truck. So I had to, you know, christen the truck a little bit, if you will. <laughs> and the funny part about the story is I always bring it up because. It's very rare that Spencer phones me first. I'm always the one to initiate the phone call. So if he calls me, it's fucking important. So you better <laughs> answer serious. the phone. Yeah, so go ahead. I don't call anybody. But yeah, I mean, it was probably a 15-minute drive straight shot down down the street, you know. But um, it was late, and when I'm tired, for whatever reason, I get horny. That's when I'm the horniest. <laughs> is late at night because I have this bad habit every day since the sixth grade where I jerk off every night. And at this at this particular evening, I didn't want to wait till I got home and laid down, got the porn hub out, got the lotion, was comfortable in my bed after I'd eaten my meal. I, I needed to do it right there. So I was driving along. I didn't see anybody on the road. And I'm like, so I'll, I'll be fine. You know what? I just got this new head unit put in my truck, too, so I could have the Bluetooth and my phone would connect right to it. So I'm like, well... <laughs> Let's go for some surround sound Pornhub. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I actually use XNXX.com, but I have used Pornhub. I've used all the sites. Who are we kidding? There's nothing I haven't seen. Everybody has their personal preference. That's that's the one I personally like the most. <laughs> and I don't even really remember what the porno was. I think it may have been an Asian film, which is out of the ordinary as well for me, too. I don't typically watch 
oriental stuff unless it's like a Jackie Chan movie. But <laughs> So anyway, it's... <laughs> and I had, you know, the little thing on the windshield where you can put your phone on it so it holds the phone so it's like a... It, that's a staple in the cars now. you got to have that, especially like with your Uber driving and all that. But in a 99 Chevy 1500, you have to put all this extra stuff into it. you got to so. improvise. <laughs> so you got to improvise. So I put the phone up. I got my little video that I wanted going. I just wanted to make sure the sound was going through and everything like that. And I started to get my little chubby. And, you know, it was pretty easy because I had basketball shorts on and, you know, just a T-shirt. You don't really have to dress up for this job at the group home. You can look like... The, you know, the mentally challenged people there just living with them. So. <laughs> so I got my little chubby and I pulled my dick out and I started <laughs> masturbating, if you will, pleasing the cream out of my flesh Twinkie. <laughs> so I was driving, there's nobody on the road and I see a cop coming towards me the other way. It's just a normal, you know, yellow line between the roads. So the cop was coming the other way. Which, so, and if they're coming the other way, you don't expect them to see you and or pull you over. No, I wasn't speeding for sure. It was like 45. I was going, you know, a few over, if that. So <laughs> Unless you were going like 17 miles an hour, that's a dead giveaway. <laughs> so he passed, he passed me, you know, going the other direction, and I thought I was fine. And he didn't have his lights on or anything. He was just driving normally. And then two, like a couple minutes later, I see the car whip around, and I see the lights come on. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I, you know, had the old trick from, you know, back riding the bus where you just kind of waistband it like Jonah Hill. (laughs) Waistband your dick. And he pulls me over and he's like, sir, have you been drinking tonight? And I said, no, I'm just exhausted. I'm coming home from work. And he's like, "Are are you in school, son? And I was like, well, yes, I am. And I happen to have a Harrisburg Area Community College shirt on, so kind of <laughs> worked in my favor you went. <laughs> for, the, for the half a class I took there for basic algebra that they teach in high school. <laughs> but really, yeah, I mean, the guy was so cool about it, and I'm, I'm glad I didn't get in trouble because I'm sure that I would have been a sex offender. Of that. <laughs> yeah, you would have been on that, what's that, um, what's that fucking website? Where you can like, there's some website in Pennsylvania you can fucking look. <laughs> then you have to register, and then it sends an email out to like everybody that says, you know, this sex offender now lives in your area. And I'm like, you know, imagine getting an email like that, and I see nine twelve West Trindle Road. I'm like, holy fuck, that's that's fucking Spencer. Who the <laughs> fuck? That's Spencer's door. address. <laughs> so hands down, that's one of the funniest stories I tell about you, and that you have told me. <laughs> In the 10 years that we've been friends. That's scary. Yeah. And I've only told a few select people. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not a story you tell everybody, but then, you know, you tell it on a podcast. And whoever listens to this, you are in for some great stories throughout the time we're going to do this. Because it's not everything we talk about with other people. And it may or may not be true, just so we're not incriminating ourselves. Oh, yeah, no. We don't want anybody going to jail over a fucking <laughs> podcast. But it, there's a chance. Yeah, I mean, we're just two guys set up. In the little garage space in our in my trailer, you know, just yeah, freezing we're in, my ass off. Yeah, we're fucking freezing our dicks off right now, but his little off garage on the house has great acoustics, so we figured it was a great spot to set up <laughs> for the first episode of the Filthy Podcast. The Filthy Podcast. We're not sponsored, but we will be. Yeah, I'm going to, maybe I'm going to hit up some of my old jobs, see if they want to sponsor. Like, you think Texas Roadhouse would want to sponsor this? Probably Texas, probably not. Maybe, but you got Rita's and... <laughs> oh my God, yeah, Rita's, yeah, Rita's is definitely going to want to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> you like masturbating in your truck, you're going to love our new Blandinis. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you love 
masturbating in your truck, come on down to Texas Roadhouse for the Wednesday 8-ounce sirloin special. <laughs> Smothered with mushrooms and onions with a baked potato and a house salad. Only eight ninety nine. How great was that, though? When you worked for Texas Roadhouse, I think we ate there at least three nights a week. Oh, my God. I can't even go in there now because I feel like I have confrontation with a lot of people in there. We won't <laughs> name names or talk about why, but I, have, I avoid going in there. But when I did work there... Dude, we ate there all the time, especially the one in Camp Hill because I got the employee discount. Yeah. And we did we spared no I mean, okay. We spared no expense when we go out to eat. Like last night we went to this place called the Anchor Bar, and they've been open for a while. It's a pretty popular spot in Buffalo, which confused the shit out of me because everything we ordered, the waitress said, Oh, we started this last week. It's really good. <laughs> so Spencer ordered the chicken Philly and she goes, Oh, we started that last week. This is really good. So I got a burger, and then you can add wings, which is, like, a hell of an option. But, I mean, I guess it's a staple in fucking Buffalo. So I said, let me get the honey bourbon wings. And she goes, oh, my God, we started those yesterday? This is fant- – those are fantastic. You got to let me know what you think. Literally everything. And she fucking had to say it. So we were at the point where it's like, oh, you want an ice water? Oh, we just started we just that. Started that last yeah, week. <laughs> we just started that last week. You're going to have to let me know what you think. But, I mean, we spare no expense. Like, we got the meals. We got drink. We got a couple beers. We got wings. It's like 54 fucking dollars before the tip. It's a quality meal, but... And then, you know, today, it's Spencer's birthday, so I'm like, all right, like, he ended up paying the check yesterday while I was taking a shit, so we went to Olive Garden for lunch today, same fucking thing, we got uh, endless pasta, soup, salad, breadsticks, a couple fucking drinks, we had little dolcini cuffs for dessert, another fucking $60, but you know what, it was fucking delicious. And you know what, we just got our tax return, so we can ball out a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I've been broke for a while now, so I feel like now the fact that I've come into some money with my tax return and my new job, you know, knock on wood, because I guarantee my car is going to break down next week now that I said that, (laughs) but uh, it's nice to fucking treat yourself every now and then, buy a couple things for yourself, you know, when you go through an obstacle in life and you get yourself into a good point, it's good to to treat yourself a little bit, now you still take care of yourself. You have to. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt about that. You're not guaranteed tomorrow for sure. So speaking if you have to eat buffets three times in a day, I mean, it's... Speaking about not being guaranteed tomorrow, that's a shitty segue. But um, so the whole Kobe Bryant thing, that would like really took the world by storm. That was like crazy. Like I was very, I was very upset. Thomas was very upset, like crying. My dad was pretty speechless because we were sitting there and I saw it on my phone and TMZ, and you know, TMZ's fucking full of shit about everything. So they put up Kobe Bryant dies in helicopter crash. And I'm like, Dad, TMZ just posted that Kobe died in a helicopter crash. He's like, no, nah, that's bullshit. And I like, I feel like it's, you know, it doesn't compare to things like 9-11 and things like that. But like in this day and age, you remember where you were when shit happens like that. So him and I were sitting on the couch and we were waiting. Like, is ESPN going to break this? And then you started seeing like Fox News, Yahoo Sports. And you're like, as soon as ESPN breaks this, like this is a, the real deal. So it was, you know, it was, I was pretty shell-shocked when that happened. I think everybody was. And, like, the day before, LeBron had passed Kobe with the, was the, the scoring, scoring record. Yeah, yeah, I don't really watch basketball. Yeah, he went from, um, I think he passed him for third place. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I don't really follow basketball, but I get the notifications from ESPN on my phone. And I saw, like, you know, I just read it real quick. It said LeBron passes Kobe. And I just saw LeBron and passes. And I'm like, oh, my God, LeBron passed away. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, terrible. And that's terrible, sure. But then the next day, or it was a couple of days after, no, the maybe. Next day. The next day. Yeah, it was day. Saturday. He passed him. And then um, Sunday was the helicopter crash, Sunday morning. So surprising, yeah. So I need your opinion, though, because the whole reason I brought this up was Spencer and I follow a lot of guys like – um, you know, our inspirations for this, Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Joey Diaz, 
they're friends with Ari Schaefer, and Ari has a very dark, crude sense of humor for people that don't know who he is. And he posted a video of himself outside of the Staples Center saying, oh, because, you know, there was the whole scandal with, you know, did Kobe rape someone? You don't know. No, it was, you know, he was never proven guilty. But then again, he was never proven not guilty. But his place in sports, he's like one of the most recognizable names across the world. Think about like the people in China and the Philippines, like Kobe, LeBron, Jordan. Those are the names people think of when you think of basketball. But he made a reference. He took a video of himself saying, you know, karma finally got what they deserve today. Um, a rapist has died. And, you know, this was what was meant to happen and blah, blah, blah. There's two sides of it. it. A lot of people think he's fucked up. Why did he say that? And then other people think, well, that's just his sense of humor if you don't know him. I so, mean, he's a comedian. I know, but that's like, what people don't understand. Like, I wanted to joke. get your opinion on it because I know you like him a lot more than I do. I mean, I don't think he's like one of the funniest people out there. He's very, very dry sense of humor. Very dry sense of humor. I think he's got one special on Netflix that I watched that, you know, it was just all right. But well, it's been hard to respect him since he drugged Bert Kreischer in front of his or family. Or he gave him Molly. Yeah. I mean, the the only reason, like, he has any popularity is because of the whole Sober October thing mm-hmm. that he does with Joe. So, I'm, but either way, I mean, I don't think he's going to come back. And if he does, it's only because he's not that famous now. So, like, you know, five years from now when people don't know, like, you know. That, it's really that not happened. that far of a fall yeah. off for him. Yeah. So do you think he, he meant it out of a dark sense of humor? Or do you think he meant it that, like, seriously, fuck Kobe, I'm glad he's dead? I don't, I don't know. I think just because of his sense of humor that he's so dark, I don't think it was intentional, intentional that he hates Kobe. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, hopefully he, he comes back. I mean, I don't think, you know, it's just words. It's not like he did something to somebody. But, um uh, Definitely a bad move on his part. <laughs> I would definitely say, no matter how you feel or what your sense of humor is, that's a poor, that's poor timing on his part. Poor timing, very poor judgment. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's I, not, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. So speaking like Spencer and I basically have bonded over sports our entire life. Ten years. A lot of our friendship is based off of sports, thrifting, drinking, eating. That's really about it. That's all we got. <laughs> mainly, mainly eating. Yeah, mainly eating. <laughs> I think Spencer and I have partook, if that's even a word, in several Chinese buffets in our time. Yeah, we have definitely, I mean, uh, we're probably partially, you know, part of the problem that the coronavirus has come to the U.S. because we've sponsored, you know, these Chinese restaurants. Yeah, they need to send more workers over to, uh, to keep to up with us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> So back to you know sports, I, I want your opinion on this too. So I have a very strong opinion about former Steelers, Bills, Raiders, Patriots, wide receiver, Antonio Brown. I think the guy is a fucking clown. And what he's done on and off the field, don't get me wrong, he's got insane talent. But there's a threshold where you use your talent and you start to see how much shit our team's going to fucking put up with. You know what I mean? And, you know, he he's on the seesaw battle where he goes, oh, well, fuck the NFL, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, actually, I'm sorry. Then he makes an idiot out of himself again where he's fucking beating his baby mama and they're searching for him. The police are searching for him. And he's like, oh, I apologize. I want another chance in the NFL. And then the next day he's like, hey, Goodell, I'm going to raw dog your fucking mom in the back of my Jeep. 
get me back in the fucking league. Like, I mean, do you think this guy is actually like a fucking nut or do you think this is like early signs of CTE? I think it's all those things. And to be honest, I mean, with Roger Goodell, if he did raw dog his mom, I mean, I don't think I don't I don't think I'd really give a shit either. But nobody would fucking care. <laughs> everybody would. I think that'd be the one time that everybody praises Antonio Brian or not Antonio. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah, <laughs> look at him. You know the last name. Yeah. Oh god. But I, mean, it's, I think the the sad part for him is the Madden curse is hitting him so fucking hard from 2019 that it took a break on Patrick Mahomes in 2020. Exactly. That's why he won the Super he won Bowl. The Super Bowl. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there's definitely an issue when a team like the Patriots, who brings on so many scumbags onto their team, that and <laughs> if they, it doesn't work out with the Patriots, I mean, you're done. Yeah, no, but nobody's going to put up with your shit. And, I mean, Belichick is one of the most praised coaches for turning people around, for the most part. I mean, they couldn't do it with Josh Gordon either, but that's because he just can't stay off the weed. <laughs> but, I mean... And that's just a whole nother discussion. That's with a that. whole nother discussion. But Antonio Brown... Like, I want to feel bad for the guy. Like, maybe he is fucked up in the head because, you know, Vontez Burfitt almost fucking beheaded him in the one game against Cincinnati. <laughs> um, but at the same time, how do you condone that type of behavior in the league? You know, like like I said, yes, you have talent, but who the fuck wants to put up with your shit just because you have talent? Exactly. It's, it's too much for a team. And especially when it's a position like wide receiver. I mean, it's one thing if you're the quarterback, like Ben Roethlisberger, he can get away with, you know, possibly raping somebody in a bathroom. But, I mean, anybody can catch a ball, I think. Yeah, and I mean, wide receivers are a dime a dozen. But then again, you know, the Jets, who are my team, they need a wide receiver, but I would never want fucking Antonio Brown on my team. That's why they're talking about Odell Beckham. I don't want him either. I don't want fucking head cases on the team. That's why I hope they get rid of Robbie Anderson, too. And that, and that was in discussion with the Bills possibly picking him up and, you know. Have him. I mean, <laughs> we'll he, don't get me wrong, he's talented. But you know what? Sam Darnold is talented. And Sam Darnold needs people to fucking throw to that are going to want to be on the team. Like, Rob, the Jets do the Jets house every year where you can go and they set up, like, a lunch with the players. You meet them. You play ping pong. And they sign autographs, shit like that. People pay good money for these things. And Robbie Anderson didn't show up for his sessions. And then the next day, the Jets are posting about him on Instagram. Like, oh, we love Robbie, blah, blah, blah. Like, why do you love someone like that? Because he's, oh, he's talented? The douchebag screwed people out of fucking money who paid to come see him. Maybe not just him, but they're like, oh, Robbie Anderson's on the card. I'm going to go see that. Mm-hmm. Like that's another thing where it's like how much can you get away with based off of your talent? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like at work too. Like how good are you – you know, if you're really good at your job, your boss is going to let you get away with some shit. Coming in late here and there. You know, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, if you do what you're you know, expected of you at the bare minimum – like, if that guy can't show up to practice or different events and things like that, I mean, you're getting paid millions of dollars a year. You need to just be there, if nothing else, even if you're... Yeah, show your fucking face for the two hours that you're scheduled to be there, you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> so basically what we're trying to say is, you know, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, this if, if on some stroke of a fucking miracle, Antonio Brown ever listens to the Filthy Podcast, Antonio Brown, fuck you. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. The odds of anybody of that caliber listening to this, I mean, maybe not, but this might just be for the scholars 100 years from now. Yeah, I mean, if anybody, I mean, honestly, I don't expect anybody to listen to this. Like, friends and family, hey, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, everybody starts somewhere. But if someone of of power or, you know, anything like that listens, you know, hit us up. I mean, obviously, if you listen to this and you own a business and you listen to how we talk, you're not going to want to sponsor us. But... 
I mean, we can do the shit like what's what do they sponsor on your mom's house? Oh, four hams. The, and the <laughs> for and him, I mean, they were sponsored by and, McDonald's, and they fucked that up. They fucked that up. They got a two million dollar deal. I think. I mean, I would be head over heels if any fast food chain, even if you wanted to give me like a hundred dollar gift card, Phil and I could split that. <laughs> we have worked the dollar menu for since we had our driver's license. Just not Arby's because Arby's is fucking disgusting. Arby's is fucking trash. But every if once I wanted in a, while, a roast beef sandwich, I'd eat out a black woman. And and I have done that. <laughs> and I think Phil kind of egged me on to say this, but. You, just because it looks like roast beef doesn't mean it necessarily tastes like roast beef. And I do love my white women, and I'm going to stick in that lane for as long as I can. Hey, amen to that, brother. Yeah, I'm with you on that. We just fist bump. You know, you guys can't see that, it, but hey, you're feathering it, brother. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? We're almost at a half an I'm hour already. Still, Fucking time flies. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised it's moved along the way it has. But still it's on been- the Arby's thing, like, <laughs> the coupons... Like, nobody goes to Arby's without a coupon, so they'll send you a whole, like, booklet in the mail where you get, like, 15 beef and cheddar sandwiches for 50 cents. I mean, you can't pass that up. Do you remember when we got the McDonald's coupon book because they were cursing at us in front of Tom? Oh, yeah. Spencer and I went to McDonald's in Harrisburg, and, and, you know, there's a bunch in Harrisburg, so we won't name which store. But (laughs) these kids, this guy and this other employee were cursing at each other he's like hey man can you go bring this out to the drive-thru he's like fuck you bitch i'm not taking shit outside how about you fucking take it and it was me spencer and my at the time probably maybe what 12 13 year old brother he's, he's still young i mean <laughs> the kid just turned like 15 he just turned 16 this 16. week yeah he's still young but tom if you listen to this i love you no matter how much you hate me i still love you um but anyway i was like spencer's like we could that's a that's outrageous. Like we could get something out of this. I'm like, you know what? Let me send a strongly worded email under your email and I'll let them send it to your house. <laughs> so I wrote an email and I was like, my husband and I were at McDonald's this morning with our son, just trying to enjoy a wholesome sausage McGriddle breakfast with your delicious sweet tea. And your employees proceeded to curse at each other very obscenely. And, you know, I just, I, you know, I feathered the shit out of that fucking story. <laughs> and, uh, a week later, Spencer had a fucking McDonald's coupon book in the mail. So We embellished a little bit, but yeah, we received um, <laughs> a coupon in the mail with a little handwritten thing. Well, it wasn't, it was signed by, you know, the manager just apologized. It was signed by Ronald McDonald himself. <laughs> <laughs> signed by that fucking clown, but I got a free meal out of it. It was very was nice happy. to get Antonio Brown's autograph on that list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can like, I mean, no one's going to fucking come after us and like, oh, you committed fraud to get McDonald's coupons. Get fucked. Yeah, really, fucked. I mean, you can do that anywhere. You can make a problem out of nothing. I mean, I was a server and a bartender for how long? How many people make a fake problem to get free meals? If I ever served you and you did that, along with Antonio Brown, get fucked. <laughs> I mean, you can operate that. You can be that type of person that, you know, wherever you go, you're going to have a fucking problem and you're going to try to get whatever you can out of it. But honestly, it's easier just to be nice and polite to people. Yeah, I mean, servers... If there's one thing I learned from being a server and a bartender, servers and bartenders bust their fucking nuts to make the money that they do. And when you don't tip, it they pay for you to eat. That's the one thing I, I didn't realize. When- yeah. Spencer used to be a serial shitty tipper before I really like had to tell him, like, dude, if you don't tip, they're paying out of the tips that they've made off of other tables for you to eat. Which is fucked up because, I mean, every... You work a nine-to-five job. Everybody that has a job like that. Excuse me. You work to get your paycheck. 
Servers, same thing. You work to get your tips. So if you don't get tipped, that time and that energy you just spent on that table is a fucking waste. And even if the ma- if even if your food is fucked up to every extent because of something happened in the kitchen or blah 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 or it's not to your liking and you get your whole check comped, leave that server something. Exactly. And it's not like the server is it's the not one the in server's the back there fault. Making, yeah, they're not making the fucking meal, you know, yeah. making your fucking pancakes at IHOP. It's some <laughs> cokehead that <laughs> named Breon that's making the pancakes back there and <laughs> That's like a, kind of like a Waffle House. Like they'll hire anybody at Waffle House. I saw something on Facebook the other day. It's like went on a Waffle House interview, and the first question they asked me was, "Can you fight?" <laughs> <laughs> like that's the one restaurant I feel like you want to talk shit to the cooks. They're gonna beat your fucking ass. They're gonna beat you down. Like who the fuck are you talking to? They don't give a fuck. Yeah, the guy with fucking three teeth that could make a delicious peanut butter waffle. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't fuck with that guy. I remember the one time we went to Waffle House, and there was a heavy set feller. He was probably in the four hundreds, you know, making waffles, sweat beating down off into the batter. You're just like, you know what, Spencer? You look like you could work at Waffle House. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it does sound like something I would say. It's incredibly rude. <laughs> and I probably would have a job like that if I could sit in a chair. But that's why I work for a financial institution. I need to sit all day. If I stand more than five minutes, I feel I feel sick. My back hurts. <laughs> throw up i need to eat something <laughs> your fucking legs are gonna give out they're like why are you doing this to me your fucking brain like those episodes of spongebob where they're shoveling shit into the fire to keep you going they're like what the fuck is he doing sit down I'm falling apart that's crazy though because like at my new job i was like okay i want an office job where i can sit all the time and now i got the job where i'm like oof, i'm sitting a lot but they hooked me up with one of those desks where you like click the handles on the side and it stands up. So like when I'm trying to like look fit and impress people, like I could stand up for a couple minutes and do some typing. I'm like, oh, that's fucking four minutes. I'm good. I'll fucking sit back down. It's just like a nice little stretch. But I mean, you do what you can. It's so easy to get caught in that trap of just not moving. Oh, yeah. I know. And when you don't move it, you lose it. You lose it. Yeah, like toes and feet and legs and appendages, like your your penis. And that's why I like I said, I've jerked off every day since the sixth grade and. It's done my four inch as well. You know what I love about that? You looped that into a joke from earlier. That's how comedians end their shows. They loop it with a joke from earlier in the show. That was fucking great. If you want to see us, we're going to be at some some open mics. Yeah, we're going to be in the Buffalo. We're going to be at the area. we're going to be at the Boomerang Grill at the Comedy Club in Harrisburg next time Spencer comes up. <laughs> we're going to go for fucking open mic night. So come check us out. Either that, or we'll be over at fucking Johnny Joe's in Harrisburg, one of the coolest bars. Even though they don't give you all flats on the wings, which is horseshit. Which I don't really understand that because I feel like you get more meat on the drumstick portion. I don't. Why don't you like? I know, but when you get flats, they're always cooked crispy and they're cooked more thoroughly. Like you get those big fucking drums and you get to the center and they're like fucking gummy mush on the inside. When you get a flat, you know those bitches are crispy on the outside and they're cooked all the way through on the inside. I don't know. It's- and they're easier to eat too. You get more meat because all you got to do is you got to eat the sides off. You pop the fucking big chunk of meat out of the middle. It's so easy to eat them. Just, like when you get the the drums, they got like those big fucking fatty, you know, fatty deposits on them where they're fucking like chunks of fat. See, I love all that shit. You can just eat it right off the bone. And with the flats as well, it's like you got a little bone on either side and you have to stick your tongue through. I feel like I'm eating out an anorexic chicken. <laughs> nobody said you had to stick your tongue through. You could push your finger through and pop the meat out. Well, you know, you have different ways of getting the job done, I guess, but. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're more of a tongue than a finger guy. I'm taking it. I, I, it depends on the person. Ask his girlfriend. <laughs> she says no. I mean, well, you don't the, have to do something you don't want to, but but no is debatable. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
Hmm. Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we're, we're at a half hour. We're at a half hour. I mean, I, that's a good start. I mean, uh, we're headed to the casino tonight. You know, we, we're taking some of that tax return money. We're going to go blow a hundred bucks in the, you know, the wheel of fortunes and the hot shot machine. We're talking about being there for like an hour or two. We're going to be there about 20 minutes and 20 we're going to be done. We're going to be lucky. We said we we're going to get fucked up just on free drinks that they bring you. Yeah. We're not going to sit in a machine long enough to get a drink. No. Maybe one. Yeah. I'm going to have to play some fucking penny slots or, you know, what we should do take our hundred bucks, go to roulette. Put it on a color and see if we can double it to start the night. Then you're working with 200 bucks as opposed to 100 Either that or we lose it all right there. That's narcissistic gambling, so I don't know if that's, like, a good idea. Because, like, what's the fun if we fucking lose? Then we have no money. We just wasted 100 bucks. <laughs> I mean, we still have the UFC fight to bet on. We're going to put the house on John Jones. Tonight. John Bones Jones. The champion is back. He's going to kick fucking ass tonight. I put, Like I said, I said this to Spencer earlier. Put the house on Jones. He's going to be coked out of his fucking mind. He's only lost, what, two fights? Maybe one, maybe yeah. by a technical... He's got a good record. We don't fucking know shit about UFC, yeah. but we, we gamble on it. We love watching. Mainly because, you you know, we go to the uh, Savannahs on Hannah in Harrisburg to watch most of the UFC fights. God bless them for... It's just... It's a great excuse to go there. Yeah, you, you have to be a half a chomo to stay at home and pay $60 to watch a fight at home when you can go to the strip club for a ten dollar entry fee, ten dollar entry fee, and that's just to see titties. Yeah, the UFC fight is, is just, included is, with your ten bucks. The, the rate never goes up, which is fucking incredible. You know what? Let's get Savannah's. Savannah and Hannah's. If you want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> we'll we'll get the five. I'll if they sponsor us, I'll pay for the memberships for the year. You know how like the yearly memberships where you could take your fucking phone in the VIP experience. Yeah, you I'm get all about that. Full nude bottle of champagne. Champagne. And, and going back to what Spencer said, for those of you who don't know what a chomo is, we actually just learned this recently. Chomo is short for child molester. <laughs> so if everyone ever, ever refers to you as a chomo, it's not a good thing. Yeah, you might want to stop pissing in the park if you're called a chomo. <laughs> stop hanging out around the Chuck E. Cheese, chomo. The one thing I have to say about Chuck E. Cheese, and I haven't been there since I was a kid, they, they had the best pizza it's okay. kind of like Pizza Hut pizza in a way, just a little thinner. Like the thin, it's like a thin pan crust pizza, which is fucking delicious. I don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> but it's just like, it's not acceptable to be a 23-year-old man to go into Chuck E. Cheese just to eat a fucking pizza. I mean, that's one of the reasons, like, I'm looking forward to having kids so I can just go back to Chuck E. Cheese. And it, Chuck E. Cheese is so different these days from what I've heard. Like, they, they got rid of the tokens, everything's on a card. Yeah. I mean, they're just turning kids into degenerate gamblers. They're playing games where you win tickets instead of cash. I mean, that's that's a casino for the little kids. I know, it's absolutely fucking terrible. And I mean, they changed the mouse up and everything, or whatever the fuck he is. Yeah, he's a fucking mouse, isn't he? And I think the original mouse was also a chomo, so he's probably a cartoon. Uh, I mean, if you worked at Chuck E. Cheese as Chucky, there's a 90... 90- eight percent chance that you were a chemo <laughs> but yeah we're head we're heading the fucking casino tonight we're gonna watch the ufc fight um spencer and i have probably watched the past what maybe six or seven ufc fights since the the first uh mcgregor fight where he it was against khabib well even a few fights before yeah. that i think so yeah so, yeah the mcgregor khabib fight was a good one steven came with us that night shout out to the meal prep tech i know you're gonna listen to this so shout out go and follow Stephen Colomer on Instagram and Facebook. I don't know. Does he still have the Instagram page? I mean, he still has it there. I don't. I don't know if he's. Stephen, I mean, get he, back on your meal prep tech shit. People love seeing your Honduran cooking. 
Yeah, man, we're tired of the bullshit. I mean, you're either 400 pounds like us or 120. I mean, I, I don't know if it's you a get, cry for attention or... <laughs> you got to find a happy medium. Find a happy medium or just be fat fucks like us, really. I mean... And the crazy part is, Spencer and I said starting in the new year, we were going to start a weight loss competition. Have you lost any weight since the beginning of the year? You know what? I think I lost the weight I put on during the holiday. So, I'm, I'm you know... You're breaking I, even right now? I'm breaking even. I feel like, you know, it's February. I, Maybe it's a birthday present to myself. I'll get my shit together. But I, how many times have I said that? I've so. been saying that since I turned 18. So, <laughs> and it's not working out for me. Um, but, yeah, I started the year. I started... I, my original weigh-in was 301.0. I was 301 exactly. I weighed myself yesterday morning. I'm down to 291.2. So, I'm, I'm making progress. You know, if I actually fucking stuck with it, I'd be like... You know, I'd again. lose a lot more, but I hang out with you once a month at least. So. And that ruins it. I mean, you don't it, have that much to lose. If you were 250, you would look like a stallion. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I could realistically get down to 250 just because I have a terrible work ethic when it comes <laughs> to losing weight. But I feel like 265 is a reasonable weight. Like, I could, you know, I'm going to fight at the 265 weight yeah, class. Exactly. Well, the thing is, you're tall and you have limbs like you have you have hands like baseball mitts and you know you size, <laughs> moves like Jaeger like Jaeger <laughs> you have Ronald McDonald shoes size I 17 the, I got the Mickey Mantle jean <laughs> the Mickey Mantle jean Burt Crasher but um uh, I started you know probably around 340 before the, the holiday season started with you know turkey day and all that shit and I Great got us to around 350 and you know it took a couple weeks and I'm, I'm back to 340 so Three forty ish after this weekend. Three forty ish after this weekend, but Spencer, I've never seen no. I mean, I know it's his birthday. I'm supposed to be nice to him, but I've never seen someone eat more pasta at Olive Garden's All You Can Eat Pasta Special than this man. Like he's gonna put them out of fucking business one of these times. You introduced me to a new pasta today. I didn't know that it existed. What was that called? It was the Lazidi Frida, which is basically they take like big noodles, stuff them with fresh rogota cheese, and deep fry them, and then. I would got them with Alfredo sauce and shrimp and scallops, and it's it delicious. I, that was the best meal I've ever had. They looked like little tiny Italian egg rolls, and he, the guy <laughs> put so much fucking Alfredo sauce on it, and it was it was fucking delicious. And I normally don't like things at Olive Garden, but that was fucking good. And that reminds me, when you called them little Italian egg rolls, this is coming from the guy that when we go out to a place called Hoa up in Lemoyne to have Chinese food, they give you duck sauce and what are those wontons? Yeah, like the things you put in the little soups, but they yeah, give them but, to you as chips. Yeah, with Spencer duck sauce. asked the waitress, um, "Excuse me, could we get some more chips and dip?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these people barely speak English. You just have to point and hope for the best that they bring you. The That's right thing. like the one time I went with my mom, and she's like, "What are you guys drinking?" My mom's like. I'll have a raspberry tea. And I'm like, I'll have one too. And she goes, oh, what's, what's a one too? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This fucking is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, like I said, casino, UFC fight. We're going to have a couple fucking dollar beers. And uh, we're going to fucking night. end this weekend on a bang. I'm going to drive home tomorrow for the treacherous six-hour drive back to fucking Pennsylvania. And uh, we're going to, there's a little app called Tin Can. We're going to plug Tin Can on here. We haven't used it yet. But we're going to see if it works. It's basically, I can phone Spencer in to the podcast. So we're going to see if that fucking works. And, uh, you know, if this gets a good following, we're going to keep it going. I'm going to try and get a laptop, make this a little more professional. We're literally, I got my iPhone with a dongle that splits into two headphones and I got two FYE microphones 
uh, sitting in front of us. Don't get me wrong, it fucking worked. It worked, and I don't know if you want to share this, but you bargained the hell out of the price of the the microphones. Yeah, they were on they were on deep deep discount, so I took great advantage of that, and uh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I am too, buddy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, um, we'll talk to you guys next week or whenever the fuck we're gonna do this again. But uh, you know, stay tuned. You know, tell your friends. I mean, if they don't like cursing, don't fucking tell them. But uh, we we have a lot of fun doing this, and I literally don't give a fuck if anyone listens, but. We're doing this because it's fun. It's fun, and I feel like for us, we kept it clean. And that's oh surprising. yeah, for if anybody knows us, like really, like we kept it clean for them. The dirtiest part was Spencer claiming that he decreamed his flesh Twinkie. That was the dirtiest part. And that of it. may or may not have happened. It may may or may not have. I mean, it's it's whatever you want. So we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go unload all our fucking thrifting adventures from today, and uh, we'll be back soon. We'll be back. All right. All right. This was the filthy podcast. Thanks for listening.